Welcome back to the Facade Pod. We have a great one for you today. Today we have Tim Allen of Allied Equipment Services. Yeah, this one was, um, I'd say, not quite like in our wheelhouse of what we typically talk about. A little different. It was a little different. It's not glass related. Um, Tim and I got to be good friends through our gym. Um, And so Tim owns and operates a sales and equipment rental service uh, company. And so works in the construction industry. Uh, We're kind of on parallel tracks and he's got a really awesome story that we wanted to highlight on here today. And he's just a good friend who I wanted to highlight and and give a shout out to. So it, it was twofold, but I think it ended up being a really fun conversation. I was going to say it, twofold, but I also think it applies to a lot of our listeners with uh, yeah. with uh, the things we talk about, including veter- being, having a veteran-owned business. So um, yeah. not to spoil anything here going forward, but yeah, certainly a good uh, podcast, good listen, and we got to learn a lot about a great guy and a great business. Yeah. So with that, um, if you guys have any questions on how to reach out to Tim or follow up or anything like that, let us know. But otherwise, enjoy the conversation. Work in the glass or fenestration industry? Build your team, business, and livelihood by attending the biggest industry event of the year, Glass Build America. Join your peers, prospects, and competitors in Atlanta, October 31st through November 2nd for the ultimate business building and networking event, Glass Build America. Learn more and register at glassbuild.com. That's glassbuild.com. Register for free using promo code POD. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Facade Pod. Uh, Matt and I here this morning uh, with a good friend of mine uh, by the name of Tim Allen. Tim, thanks for joining us this morning. Really awesome to have you on here. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I didn't even put this together when we were talking before. Is Home Improvement your favorite show? <laughs> you get that question all the time. I get that more more often than you, you'd expect at this point. Yeah. <laughs> For, for just, from block, just from blockheads like me. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 funny. I get it more often for 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 it being on so long ago. It's I mean, it's not a yeah. recent show. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we uh this is fun because Tim and I got to know each other through our gym. Tim lives in Hoboken. Um, I'm in Hoboken with my wife, and so Tim and I have just gotten to become good friends through that and hanging out and having a couple beers along the side and and this really worked out well because Tim has this awesome uh, rental business that he's been working on. And so we wanted to make sure we got him on here and talk a little bit bit about it. So, Tim, if you could just kind of introduce yourself and what you do with Allied Equipment Services, I think that'd be a good place to start for everybody listening. Yeah, sure. Uh, first off, appreciate you guys having me. Um, thanks for Thanks for making the time. Um, so, so my company is Allied Equipment Services. Uh, we are located uh, in New Jersey. Um, we have we have two sides. Our our main business is uh, is rental. We also have a, a sales side to the business as well. Um, you know, been at this now for for about eight years. Um, it took me a few years to get to get it started and and really decide which way to take it and to and you know been growing it um, this whole way. Uh, but most of our customers are are large primes on on large construction projects in the in the New York and New Jersey area. Um, 
and and that's about it. We work with some some different kinds of manufacturers for uh, erosion control products and traffic control um, equipment, um, material handling, and uh, you know, growing from there. Well, so we will dive into how we want to know more. This kind of twofold. We want to know more about you, and then we also want to know more about the business. So first, we'll kind of, you know, I'd love to hear just more about your background. Mitch has filled me in a little bit, but can you tell us, you know, how you got to where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I was super fortunate. Um, back back in high school, I knew that I wanted to join the military in, in some capacity and, and serve in some capacity. Um I applied to West Point and and I got in um, and I was really really fortunate in that in that respect um, and it was funny because I had started my application uh, in the summer of two thousand and one so so before kind of the world went crazy and everything um, everything happened um, and then uh, I started my West Point experience uh, that next summer I graduated um, and I commissioned as a field artillery officer. Um, I chose to uh, be stationed at Fort Drum, New York. So after um, the artillery school at, uh, at Fort Sill, I went to Fort Drum. Um, my unit was deployed at the time. So I met them in country, um, spent a few weeks on uh, at Drum, got all my gear, uh, flew over uh, to Iraq. And um, we were on a 15th month deployment. So I met the guys there about month seven or so and uh, finished deployment with them. I uh, came back, redeployed back to Fort Drum. Um, we were home for about 15 months, and then the Afghanistan surge kicked off. So we did their Iraq surge, Afghan surge, um, spent a year in Afghanistan, um, and I came home. And then at that point, um, I ended up getting hurt, um, a, a training injury, and um, I was very much on the fence of, of staying in or getting out and just a number of factors. I, I decided to to leave at that point. So I, I ended up serving a little bit more than my commitment um, and then, and then getting out. So uh, I moved back to the New Jersey area where I, where, you know, I'm from. And um, I took my first job in, 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 um, in banking. I was where I was working in the city. Um, great opportunity just wasn't the right role for me. Learned a lot. Um, decided I wanted to move on, on from that. And, um, you know, long story short, I ended up finding my way into starting my own, my own business and, and, and where I am today. Um, I ended up going back to, to grad school at night for, took me, took me a few years. Um, but, you know, bottom line is I always had a passion for infrastructure uh, and logistics. Um, and I still do. And so um, I saw that there was some momentum forming um, around veteran owned businesses in this area. Um, so New York, New Jersey, PA, uh, all of programs to support um, veteran and what's called service-disabled veteran-owned businesses. So it's it's a it's an alphabet soup, but it's VOBs, REST VOBs, or VBEs. Um, bottom line is is it's it, similar to a women-owned business or, or a minority-owned business uh, or local business. It's it's still a program to support small businesses here in the tri-state area. So um, I saw momentum forming around that and decided to start my company. Took me a few years to really get it off the ground, get my first customer, um, solidify the strategy, and uh, you know I've, I've just been growing it from there. And uh, you know I look back at where I was when I started to now, and it's you know it's it's been fun. It's been um, you know a huge challenge trying to figure out certain things. Um, you know you're you're doing your own marketing, you're 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 building a website. You know uh, you're you're trying to figure out capital. 
um, which is which is fun. So you're trying to form relationships with with the banking side as well as with customers as well as with manufacturers or, or other suppliers, whatever the case may be, uh, and just kind of build your network from there. So um, that's that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's been um, stuff's been a challenge, but it's but it's been a fun challenge. Big journey. That's a big. Journey. <laughs> how did you how did you figure out like you say you have this passion for in- infrastructure at this point? Did you grow up around it, or did you just kind of stumble into it? Um, I wouldn't say I grew up around it. Uh, my brother has been in the industry for oh gosh, not how many years now. Um, so familiar with a lot of it. Um, but it, it wasn't necessarily a, a family thing. Um, I've just always kind of been fascinated by it. I, I think growing up in this area, there's always so many moving pieces and parts, right? There's mm-hmm. so much infrastructure. There's always so much going on. So you're, you're constantly seeing things. Um, and just the, just the momentum of getting as many people in this area from, from point A to point B, I think that's, that's pretty fascinating, but obviously it does go beyond that. Um, so it's just something that, that always, always interested me. Sure. Just to educate the listeners, so the veteran-owned business portion of this, can you tell tell us, so for general contractors or people working on projects, is there incentives for them to use a veteran-owned business, or is it more of a, like, project mandate that they, you know, you have to use a certain percentage, or how does does that work? Yeah, so it's a a project goal. Um, So, for example, uh, if you're doing a, a New York State project, um, roughly 36% of the spend uh, is set aside for, for women, minority, and SDVOBs, services with veteran-owned businesses. Uh, New Jersey um, New Jersey is a 3% goal. Um, other states do, I, I believe PA is a 3% as well. So it's, it's, it's I don't want to say a mandate as much as it is a goal. Um, sure. It can be tough for, for the prime sometimes to, to meet it. Um, but it's, it's a good faith effort type of deal where mm-hmm. the primes are supposed to go out and have a good faith effort to, to meet the goals. Um, you know, it can be difficult, but, but it, it is something that a lot of folks are striving in good faith towards to, to meet in that respect. Sure. I think a lot of it just has to deal with like, do we know somebody that fits this? Right. Like, I think that's what on our end, we see a lot of people going, Hey, do you know anybody that can fit this requirement or fill this requirement. And I would oftentimes the numbers of these companies, whether it's minority owned, women owned, veteran owned, just either they don't have the connections or there's not as many. I don't know, but that's why, I mean, that was one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on. Cause it's like, gosh, I, I don't know anybody else that fits this bill. Usually um, like, like you said, you say women and minority owned businesses, but you don't also add in the veteran, you know, that, that you don't throw the veteran on the end of that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Now you'd mentioned Tim, like, all right, so I'll add equipment services. Just go into a little bit about the actual products that you guys offer and how you've figured out how to offer that, whether it's from a sales perspective or a rental perspective, how you dialed in on that. Yeah. So I got into rental by accident, believe it or not. Um, had a customer call and say, Hey, we're looking for a, a certain telehandler, um, a heavy lift, actually a, a 50,000 pound forklift. Um, can you provide it? And, um, you know, the answer was yes. And it was just one of those things where I just figured it out and bought my first, that was my first purchase as a piece of equipment. And, um, just kind of, just kind of went from there with it. So on the rental side, 
you have the material handling part of it. Uh, and then I have a small fleet of just some other equipment, um, brush brooms, uh, light towers, arrow boards, um, things like that. So on the sales side, again, there's just a couple opportunities where, you know, folks wrote out and said, Hey, can you, can you supply this? And you don't want to, you don't want to say no. And so, I mean, sometimes you have to, sometimes you absolutely have to, something's outside of your scope or it's just not going to be practical. Um, so you reach out and and you you try to form relationships with with manufacturers and and I've done that and just just grown grown from that respect. So um, erosion control materials. So if you're looking for for silt fence, um, geotextiles, um, you know safety fence, things like that. Um, the traffic control side, hour boards and message boards, uh, crash guard barrels. Um, I have another customer that we've done some work in terms of pedestrian safety. So so water barricades. Um, that's actually, a, a customer in, in Manhattan. Um, so, and I, and I'm always looking for, for other types of opportunities like that as well. So you get, uh, you know, there, there's requests I've gotten for things and you have to kind of say no or walk away because you just know that it's not the right opportunity, but then there's others where you have to be open to it. And, you know, maybe there's an opportunity to provide that, that product or service. And so, um, you say yes, and you, you kind of take a shot and see what happens. I think you're probably pretty uniquely skilled to like say yes and then figure it out afterwards. Like I, just knowing you, you not only your story, but just who you are, like you're a pretty accountable, skilled guy. So I think if somebody on one end goes, yeah, sure. I can figure that out. People might go, I don't know if this guy's going to figure that out, but you seem to be, you have a, the background where you're going to figure this out. Well, you know, one thing that goes back to what we were talking about a couple minutes ago, just about having small businesses and meeting goals. One of the things you got to be careful of is is saying you, you can perform, but then not being able to, and, and letting kind of everyone down. So it's just I, I appreciate that, um, but it's it's sort of that same thing is not not overextending yourself and realizing that you can do this, or you know maybe you can. You have to let that one go. Right. Right. So yeah, basically, where do you see Tim like this going over the next five years? Has it changed? I guess has it changed since you first started to where you are now, like in terms of the business itself? And then you know, where do you see this continuing to go going forward? Yeah, no, it's definitely changed. Uh, it's 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 grown and just in terms of just revenue numbers and, and number of customers, but also the product offerings, um, and all you know, and then having the both the the, the rental side and the sales side. So, um. You know, I, I would say just outlook wise, just just keep growing, keep at it, you know, see, try to continue to build those relationships, build your network, um, continue to just just work hard and, and see what happens. Um, I'm pretty, you know, in terms of in terms of that, I'm, I'm not a big five year plan kind of guy. I've never I never have been. Um, so I think it's just just keep at it. It's, it's probably the, the best energy I can give you and um, and continue to form those relationships and and you know, get new customers and go from there. What have, what have you found is your best way? Is it word of mouth marketing? Like you've, you know, developed a relationship with someone you, you had a good, they had a good experience with you and they told their friends or do you have a marketing push or how, how do people get in touch with AES? Yeah. So a lot of it is through um, the directories that the States have. So primes or companies that have a contract will go on, um, let's say, for example, you know, the Port Authority's website and hey, I need, you know, an equipment supplier and I'm, I'm looking for a better own business and they can they can find me through there. Um, and I've had I've had folks call me and tell me, hey, I, 
you know, I found your company through the directory. Do you guys provide X, Y, Z? Um, so there's definitely that aspect of it, which, you know, it's funny when I started out, I, I spent the first three years just going to conferences and meetings and putting my name out there and filling out, you know, the forms, you know, with your company information and all that stuff. But then that paid off because that, that gets you on, on prime spitters lists. It gets you in the, in the directories that, um, the States have and the government agencies have. Um, so, so those years of, of laying that groundwork and I was all pre COVID and then everything before everything shut down, um, that really helped. So still, you know, now that things have opened up and we're going to more in-person things again, um, still trying to do more of that and just get in front of people and drop off business cards and, uh, that kind of thing. Um, some of it is word of mouth for sure. Um, you know, some of it's, uh, I, I try to be, you know, as active as I can on, on, on LinkedIn, or I need to do a better job of that. For example, um, you know, email marketing, I've gotten in, gotten into that. Um, so kind of dabbled in that a little bit, but, but most of it's been, um, going to, going to conferences and, and, um, and meetings where they, these are events that are specifically held looking for, you know, local and small businesses to, to deal with. Well, and hopefully now, uh, some of my customers, they'll reach out to me and say, Hey, put me in touch with Tim. That'd be cool too. Yeah. Hey, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Cause we actually, we overlap in like the exact same markets, PA, New Jersey, New York. So yeah, hopefully we get some sort of business going your way. And Tim, you're not the kind of guy that would ever like boast of this, but it had to be pretty cool to be named the 12 to watch under 40 list by rental management. Like it has to be just kind of a cool little validation that what you're doing is being recognized. It was. I was actually really taken back and surprised by that. Um, you know, the, the ARA is a, a great organization, uh, which is the American Rental Association. Um, I got involved with them a couple of years ago, and there's been just some really great folks I've met along the way. Um, and it was, uh, I joined the board uh, for the New Jersey chapter of the ARA. And um, yeah, I met some met some great guys doing that. And, and I was super fortunate because one of the guys said to me, hey, you know, there's this annual caucus that the ARA does um, every every spring down in D.C. And we, we go down there and we um, we we talk to our elected officials and about issues that are affecting our industry. Um, you know, he said, hey, I, I think you'd be, you'd be good for this. So why don't you would, would you consider going? I said, absolutely. So I said, that'd be great. So I went down for a couple of days in March and I had a blast. We were on Capitol Hill. We were we were walking through all the house buildings and, and meeting with folks and. Um, you know, we, we were talking about catalog converter theft and and uh, we're talking about work visas and, and a couple other important issues affecting the industry. And uh, I learned a lot from the trip and I got to meet a lot of other folks because the area is based out of the Midwest. So um, got to got to um, meet a lot of other folks involved in that. And um, I think part of that was I, I think part of the the list was reflective of of having that opportunity. So really grateful, grateful for that. And um, but yeah, it was it was great to be be a part of that. I know how important giving back to the veteran community is for you and, and how important this service disabled veteran owned business classification is. Um, just want to hear your thoughts on just how important all of that is right now for people in our industry to have insight into and uh, be considerate of. You know, the, I, I tell people this all the time, but the transition out of the military is very difficult. Uh, for, for, I, mean, I don't care how long you served. Um, I don't care what rank you were. I don't care where you went to college or if you didn't, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's difficult. So I think one of the best things you can do, 
um, is try to help a veteran find their career because the, the truth is that first job that you take out of the service, you're probably not going to stay there maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe, maybe it'll last longer. And that's great if it's the right fit. Um, but you just don't know what you don't know. And so it's not an easy transition. And if the, the sooner you can figure out and get, get your feet on the ground and solidified in the civilian world and, and understand that world, the better off you're going to be. So I, I think in this oppor- in this case, you're giving veterans opportunity to start their own their own business. A lot of veterans are very entrepreneurial people. Um, they're used to working in different, you know, difficult environments. I think construction is a great place for veterans because there's so many similarities there. And so something like this, it's, you know, it's 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 an opportunity. And I think that's just what a lot of guys and girls need when they come out is an opportunity to kind of do their own thing, even if it's not their first job, they eventually kind of make their make their way into it. Um you know, one of the other boards that I'm on is the New Jersey Veterans Chamber of Commerce, which is just a collection of of, of veterans uh, that have businesses in, in all kinds of different fields, not necessarily construction, but, but marketing and, um, you know, I mean, all kinds of really interesting, interesting um, business ideas and businesses. And one of the things that, that we're currently fighting for um, and we're trying to work with our elected officials on is to have the... Um, the IAJA, the infrastructure bill that, that that's coming down the pipeline um, to include a goal for better for SDVOBs because currently there isn't one. Um, so there's there's basically a, a goal for for DBEs or um, you know disadvantaged business enterprise, but SDVOBs aren't included in that. So that's one of the things that we're we're trying to push for. We're trying to do a grassroots effort right now to have um, SDVOBs included in the federal definition of of a DBE. Um, you know, so that we can actually try to take advantage of of the infrastructure bill and and be a part of that. Um, but yeah, just just overall, at the end of the day, it you're, you're talking about small businesses and you're talking about supporting businesses in your community. Um, I, I, I you know I also think that we look at things like veteran suicide and and homelessness and um, and things like that. I think one way to combat that is to give people an opportunity. Give them, you know, give them a job, let them, let them run their own thing and, and see what happens. Um, I think that could be, a, you never know, but I think it could be a good way to combat those other issues um, is to give someone that, that purpose again. So what happens, I think with a, with a lot of guys and girls is you leave the, you leave the military and you, you feel adrift. You're, you're kind of lost. You feel like you, you lost your, your purpose. Um you go from an, an organization that is that is very driven and there's a very clear purpose, and then you're you're out on your own. You're you're a civilian again, and you don't really know how to handle that. So you're looking for kind of either a community or just just um, something that you want to be motivated to 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 go do and be successful at. And I think having your own business is a great way um, to do that. So beyond supporting a small business within your community. I think that's another op, another another way to, that or another reason why, you know, the goals are 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 a really important, powerful thing. Yeah, hmm. that's a very cool. I I kind of left that question out there. That was a very cool answer. So thank you for that. That was cool. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a, it's a huge topic, and bringing more spotlight to it is uh, only going to only going to help the situation. All right, Matt. Do you have any other questions for Tim right now? Yeah, well, I guess if you could, if if somebody came out of the military and they were trying to start their own rental business, if you had one just takeaway, one kind of, this is what I learned in the time that I've been doing this, you know, here's my advice, what would it be? Ooh, um, 
hang in there, you know, use what you've learned. You've learned, um, you've learned to communicate. You've learned to plan. You've learned to talk to people, um, do those things. Those are, those are little soft skill things that, that you can, you can take advantage of that you, that you have, um, dip into your network. There's, there's a lot of folks out there that, that want to help, um, there's it's it's funny because one of my one of my best buddies from from West Point is going to uh, retire in May and he really wants to start his own business. So he's uh, he's putting his packet, the date set for his retirement party. And he's like, I really want to start my own business. So I've been forwarding him emails I'm like, hey, check this out. Maybe maybe it's a podcast or an article or a meeting. So I think uh, he just signed up for there's a great course that I actually did four years ago um, at Fairleigh Dickinson, which is a, a college here in New Jersey. It's called Veterans Launching Ventures. Um, so I, it, it's the, the goal of it is to help you write a business plan. Um, but I went and you're you're paired with a mentor who owned his or her own business, and then they want to give back and, and volunteer. And so I got paired with a with a great mentor. Um, and and you know these folks are there and they just they just want to help. They want they have you know 20, 30 years experience running a business and they want to they want to pass it along to you. So um, beyond just having someone to talk to, it's someone to help you write a business plan does is your business viable does it make sense here's how you get capital here's some of the you know maybe words or acronyms you need you need to know so look for a program like that um there there's got to be more throughout the country if not so many things are online nowadays like this one this vlb one for example um it's online so any veteran um in the u.s can just probably overseas whatever can just log in and you know and take advantage of it so there's court there's courses out there 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 is so much out there for veterans that if you're not taking advantage of it, you're wrong. <laughs> because whether whether it be the GI Bill, whether it be little courses like this, whatever the case may be, <clears throat> just ask for help because people are people are willing to help. So awesome! That's uh, awesome, Mitchell. Well, anything left for you? Oh, I got nothing, Tim. This is awesome. Thank you very much for jumping on with us. Yeah. This no, is hey, awesome. thank you guys. I appreciate your time and thanks for thanks for having me.